a calibrated hug for Rihat. Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman had found ideas of hanging out with the Asians to counter some of the awful profile he has built up in the West after his people reportedly worked on journalist Jamal Khashoggi with a bonzo. MBS walked into the India-Pakistan minefield days after the Pulwama terror attack. In the past four days, the future Saudi king was introduced to the tough act of balancing two very different relationships between a nuclear and ideological ally and an aspiring partnership. He took the easy way out, he said to everyone pretty much what they wanted to hear. In Pakistan, he endorsed Islamabad's version of terrorism and agreed with them when they said UN terrorist listing should be politicized. In India, he agreed to share intelligence about terrorists, denounced terror as an instrument of state policy, and demanded UN list and sanction comprehensively all terrorists. With India, he even agreed that connectivity projects should respect sovereignty. He flew to China from India. The Saudi visit showed the limits of the protocol-driven diplomatic mechanism like joint statements, particularly when the mood of governance is ruler-led instead of institution-led. This is important because when Saudi Arabia does what it will do, don't go back to that joint statement for reference. Instead, look at the real world. What was Saudi Arabia signaling in 2016 when Prime Minister Narendra Modi visited Riyadh? It was under pressure after the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, JCPOA, gave Iran a lease of life. The Saudi economy had begun to strain under the limits of oil. Riyadh had decided to do a geopolitical pivot towards Russia, India and China. In commercial terms, the Saudis were hedging their bets away from the US towards the growing economies of Asia. In 2019, that pivot has only intensified. Despite US President Donald Trump's love for the Saudi and revocation of JCPOA, the U.S. is walking out of West Asia and Afghanistan, politically and economically. Saudi Arabia will have to pay for its own lunch and oil isn't cutting it anymore, not with the U.S. contributing to the glut in the world market. Iran and Venezuela are both out of the market and oil prices are not shooting through the roof. Riyadh chews on that for breakfast every day. As for that oil refinery Saudi Arabia is building in Pakistan's Gwadar, which could supply to China. Well, if China's shale oil output takes off in Xinjiang, coupled with what China gets anyways from Kazakhstan, that refinery could become less attractive. Hence, the Saudis' commitment on investments in India, there will be similar commitments in China. They will swallow India's antipathy to Pakistan the same way they will swallow China's close ties with Iran. The Saudis are taking a leaf out of the UAE playbook. In the past decade, the UAE pivot towards India has been one of the most significant developments in this part of the world. We are now seeing a similar move by Saudis. 
they will be doing the same thing by investing in the national investment and infrastructure fund niif infrastructure refineries etc